0: Well, Pinkies, this is the Faye Driver and I am driving the uh, Dorian Gray, which is uh, Porsche 911 on a rather sunny, although it's already rained on us and got my car all dirty. I had it perfectly clean for the impending winter and then... I took it out to go to the Costco and it rained on me. Oh dear God, this is a busy street. Okay, let's go. Let's jump, us jet out into traffic and get run over. Alright, I'm in the big city because I just finished my Costco run. Um, so I'm back in traffic again. Oh, I speaking of being in the big city, I'm going to tell you about my adventures traveling to Vancouver the real big city um, and in an electric car so I'll talk about that in a minute <clears throat> so anyway um, uh, I'm out and about now it rained and now it's gorgeous and sunny so uh, a dirty car and a grumpy Faye driver and everybody's in a hurry. Um, so, I guess I'll just start talking about this trip. So, Mr. Anderson and I went to Vancouver in our Tesla electric car. Now, I have the uh, the uh, bargain basement Tesla, which is the Tesla Model 3 with... Uh, it's not the long range. It's a it's a standard range. Oh my god! I'm fucking flying on this road. <clears throat> Just trying to get on the freeway. There's assholes everywhere. All right. <clears throat> um. With the the Tesla Model Three. Standard range, so it doesn't have a very big battery. I have 320 kilometers of range uh, Or 350 kilometers of range, which is what? Uh, 350 in miles is 120, 180, 40 miles, something like that. Two, two, 220 miles to 240 miles. 240 miles of range on a full charge so we were driving 480 kilometers or 460 kilometers roughly and uh, which is about 350 miles we'll say so we did need to charge up so uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't a difficult trip it was easy to charge the car we stopped twice to get a charge. We stopped one for, once for 10 minutes uh, to have a pee and then got in the car and went running off again. And that was at a Tesla Supercharger. So that cost uh, $10 I think. Um, maybe it was 15 minutes. It was about $10. And then we stopped again about 100 kilometers from our final destination to get something to eat, and we charged for about 20 minutes, and that was $15. So uh, pretty affordable, I think, because if I had taken my pickup truck, uh, the diesel tow monster, that trip would have cost me 75 or 75 to 90 dollars. And uh, so it's a considerable savings <coughs> taking the electric car. Um, so overall it was quite easy to take the electric car although you're always kind of you, you got this nagging thing in the back of your mind about will I have enough range <clears throat> and will I make it to an official charging station because uh, you know we are going up and down mountains we were going up 1400 a 1400 meter climb um, and then down and then up again another 1300 meter climb. I guess now you want to know what, how many feet is 1300 meters. It's about 3, 33, 3900 feet, 4000 feet uh, in elevation. So we're going up these pretty big hills know, these hills that are 21 kilometers long, stuff like that. So, you know, climbing, climbing two 3,000 foot hills <laughs> sort of adds to the range anxiety. Um, but, you know, it was fine. It, it ended up being fine. And then I was in downtown Vancouver, well, not right downtown, but I was in the big city of Vancouver, overcrowded, angry drivers, everybody's in a hurry, um, and I was, I was happy to have the little Tesla as opposed to driving my gigantic pickup truck, truck because I took the pickup truck to the big city in September, and it was, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the easiest road trip. It wasn't. It's not easy to drive a giant pickup truck in the city traffic, right? So um, it was nice having the little car. But then I was also preoccupied with trying to get as much free electricity from the free charging stations in Vancouver that I could. So I would often go out in a day, and then. You know, do my driving around and then I would spend an hour at a free electricity station trying to get my car charged back up I could have gone to the Tesla superchargers and paid another $10 but why pay $10 when you can get it for free but I did have an observation and that is the, the Teslas are ubiquitous in Vancouver now there are so many Teslas and then the other problem is that when you're trying to get a free free electricity everybody and their dog is at the free electricity stations trying to get their own free electricity so these places were really really busy and uh i managed to find a place that uh, was not on the maps all of the you know the free where do you get your free charging maps you know ChargePoint app and all that, um, so uh, so I kind of I kind of lucked out there by getting uh, finding a, a a less used free charging station. Um, so that's what I did. So now while we were in Vancouver, Mr. Anderson was at work. He had to do all of his work stuff two weeks we were there living in a tiny little hotel room I don't recommend it um, uh, but it was it was bearable <coughs> except you have all these other costs like you know we had a tiny little fridge in our room so I bought a bunch of groceries that we could keep in our tiny little fridge but the tiny little fridge kept um Free It would freeze all of the, the stuff. So I had water bottles that froze. I had some lettuce and some radishes so I could make a salad. The lettuce froze, the radishes froze. So I had some ham, some sandwich meat that I got to have a sandwich and that was frozen. <laughs> so my attempts at trying to eat cheaply were thwarted by this damn tiny little bar fridge that kept freezing stuff. So eventually, a week after trying to, you know, be a good a good consumer citizen <laughs> and make my own lunches, I just gave up. Um, and we ended up eating out for the last week, or a good portion of the last week that we were there. So that's a cost. That's a lot of money. You know, you can't even have breakfast now for less than $25 and, uh, you know, dinner will be up in the 40 $30 to $40 dollar range. So, spent a lot of money on food on this trip. Uh, but I was able to see many people uh, from my former life when I worked for the fire department. I went around to the fire halls and saw my old buds and they were excited to see me so that was nice. I got a free lunch out of one of the fire halls (laughs) and uh, I I spent a few days actually uh, uh, visiting people and so that was nice to see, see some old friends, hang out a bit, get all the gossip on what's going on at work and all of the dysfunction, everybody's not happy about something So, uh, so I had a good time, um, and then we went out a little bit with, uh, Steve's work crew as well, so, uh, we did a bit of sightseeing as well, we spent a day taking people around, uh, the city of Vancouver, went to some tourist places, uh, like the gardens and the, and the... Capilano Suspension Bridge for those who know the Vancouver area. Van Dusen Gardens. Uh, The Van Dusen Gardens didn't have a lot of flowers out because it was uh, was late October. So they had pretty much shut down. Uh, But anyway, it was still nice to walk around the park. Um, So that trip is done and now I am back. I am back and I am now... Uh, getting my life back in order, that's the 70 mile an hour dinger, and uh, getting back into my work vibe, my volunteerism and all that, got some meetings coming up, so that's what I'm up to. Now, I want, I know its it's been a while, but I know that Ranger John has been talking about selling his Miata. His MX-5, uh, Mazda MX-5, two-door sports car, and getting a Volkswagen. No, uh, getting a Subaru Outback. Um, So I I don't know how I feel about this. Um, Don't you already have a Volkswagen? Are you not driving a Volkswagen Ranger, John? to my knowledge, you still have three cars. To my knowledge, you have the Miata, the Volkswagen, and what about the car in in up north uh, on the Dark Forest North? Don't you have uh, a Fiat up there? So why do you need to be swapping cars? And. Why ever would you sell that Miata? Don't sell the Miata. Get rid of that Volkswagen if you wanna, if you wanna have a Subaru Outback. I'm presuming you're looking for an all-wheel drive because that's what the Subaru Outback is or else you just like the, the, the stocky look of the Outback. I just don't understand why you need this car. You're gonna have to explain to me. Um, I would say no. Do not buy another car. Be happy with what you have. And uh, especially right now, car prices are outrageous. Wait a year until the until the car, the used car market changes. It settles down after Elon uh, gets all the Twitter users to buy Teslas. Uh, that's what I would say, Ranger John. So, uh, there you go. I need, what I'm saying Ranger John is, I need justification for why you need a Subaru Crosstrek with the Thule bicycle rack. Um, you know, you can put a bike rack on your, on your Miata or your Volkswagen if you still own those cars. Uh, All right, that's it for me. I think um, I'm going to be driving a little faster than 70 miles an hour, so in order to spare you from the audio nightmare, I'll sign off now. I am the Faye Driver. Thanks for listening. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks for listening.